Hello to all of you out there. Welcome to the 3's on Fire podcast. Along with Sadell Boyd and John Eli, I am Irving Henderson. Uh, apologize for missing last week. Uh, just was a real crazy week. Uh, real crazy Sunday for me. Like, went to work, uh, came home, went to the Phillies game Sunday, which I'd rather not talk about because they played like crap. And we'll get to more of that Uh <laughs> As we go and we on, butt off, right? Yeah, it was it was a bad, it was a bad day for a baseball game. I yeah. mean, I, I know I normally say there's no such thing as a bad day for baseball. This was, I mean, short of like a, a rainstorm coming through, like it was cold as all get out, and then being inside Citizens Bank Park, like the wind swirls around. Yeah, like, like here, here's the funny thing. I actually left the house, right? Stood outside for about, I say, 20 seconds and realized how chilly it was. Came back in the house and put more clothes on before I went back out. Because <laughs> it, it wasn't going to work. Like I had my sweatpants on and that wind just went right through. So I had to come in and put, <laughs> put my shorts on. <laughs> Underneath them, just to try to give me another layer of clothes, but uh, yeah, that was cold. Uh, happy Easter uh, weekend to everyone out there. Uh, it is Saturday morning when we're recording, which I think for some odd reason, fellas, like Saturday mornings, Saturday nights have been our like really good times to get the content out. Like, we get the Sunday, uh, like me that's the end of that's like the end of my work week i'm half done john i know you've been like out (laughs) (laughs) so like you're done so (laughs) i think i think we need to go back to to the format that we uh set up um yeah yeah get back to these saturday mornings man all right, well, listen, let's let's get right into the show and give you scores from Friday night around Major League Baseball. The Philadelphia Phillies, boy, I mean, the party started early and the party seems to be over. The, the honeymoon with this lineup has ended quickly. Uh, these guys fall to the Miami Marlins last night, 7-1. to one. Jesus Sanchez with two RBIs, uh, Pablo Lopez getting the win, Zach Eflin taking the loss. Of course. Um, I, I, I don't really know what to say right now. I don't know what to say right now. Uh, it's, it's a combination of two things. One, the Phillies always struggle in April for some odd reason. But yes. two, how is it the Miami Marlins have our number? To have our number. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, the series will continue tonight. I'll talk more about that in a second. Uh, was that team from New York that plays in the National League beating up on the Arizona Diamondbacks 10 to 3? Uh, it was the Minnesota Twins over the Boston Red Sox 8 to 4. The Washington Nationals defeating the Pittsburgh Pirates 7 to 2. The Baltimore Orioles. Yes, the Baltimore Orioles beating the New York Yankees 2-1, to winning on a walk-off walk in the 11th inning. Vladimir Guerrero hit his fifth home run of the year as the 
Toronto Blue Jays beat the Oakland A's 4-1. to one. It was the San Francisco Giants over the Cleveland Guardians 4-1. to one. First time uh, getting wow, to actually say that with them actually playing. I, You know what? I'm starting to get used to it now. Uh, okay, because it still felt weird to me, but... <laughs> to it. Their logo still like their logo looks like the flying toaster from Windows 95. <laughs> like I can't get used to that. <laughs> but but I'm starting to get used to saying Guardians and we all will like how we had yeah. to get to calling like the Washington Wizards the Wizards and not the Bullets. We'll get right. used to it. Yeah. Uh, oh so, all... No go ahead. No, I was going to say just wait till football season roll back around. With the commanders, yeah. Oh, they still Washington to me, man. Oh yeah, uh, I, yeah. I got a commanders note too. Well, I'll get to that in a minute too. Oh boy, uh, it was the no, Chicago. Real quick, <laughs> Go real ahead. quick. How do you hold up? Hold up. Back to that other game. How do you walk somebody to lose the game? Bases loaded. Yeah. <laughs> what? You walk somebody with the bases loaded. Yeah. Why would you? Okay, I, that's yeah. just crazy to me. Just I mean, anybody, I mean, well, I mean, at that point, any type of score wins it. Like you give up a sacrifice fly, the game is over. Yeah. You give up a hit, the game is over. You give up a walk, the game is over. You don't really have much. I mean, you don't have any wiggle room except for maybe to get a strikeout or a double play. But even if you yeah. get a double play, you gotta like. And I should have looked it up at how many outs there were. If there's no yeah. outs. Like well, you gotta get a sharp. Oh, there was no outstanding. Then yeah, you're, well, you're pretty much. Oh, oh, and also this: How do you lose to a a franchise whose whose uh, salary total is thirty million dollars? What? Yeah, and you're coming, and 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 the Yankees pretty much like we talk about the the Marlins owning the Phillies, like the Yankees don't lose to to Baltimore at all, like that. That almost never happens. Yeah, yeah. But happened last night, and the Orioles are uh, two and five right now. Not like the Yankees are doing much better. They're four and four uh, to start the season. Uh, the White Sox beating the Rays three to two. Uh, it was the Angels over the Rangers nine to six, and saw something that you don't normally see happen in this game. Uh, Shortstop for the Texas Rangers, Corey Seager, was walked intentionally with the bases loaded. Angels lucky that didn't come back to bite him in the ass as they won nine to six. It was the Detroit Tigers over the Kansas City Royals, two to one. Uh, the Milwaukee Brewers decided to take the night off as they lost to the St. Louis Cardinals, ten to one. It was the Rockies, six, the Chicago Cubs, five. The Braves, the defending champs, get a win over the San Diego Padres, 5-2. to two. Uh, Another team deciding to take the night off, the Houston Astros, as they got pounded by the Seattle Mariners, 11-1, and the Los Angeles Dodgers beating the Cincinnati Reds, 3-1. Uh, real quick, uh, big fight tonight. Uh, Errol Spence taking on your Dennis Ugas in a welterweight championship unification bout. That uh, card starts at 9 p.m. on Showtime pay-per-view. Uh, I guess the winner has uh, Terrence Bud Crawford waiting in the wings. 
Uh, anybody got a prediction for this fight? I'm going to take Earl Spence by unanimous decision. Um, I'm going to agree with that. Unanimous decision. I'm glad you said the dude's name first. Was... Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was like going to butcher that. <laughs> I'm just going to stick with his last name, Ugas. Yeah. <laughs> I think it'll um, be a good fight. I do. I think, I think it's going to be a good fight. fight, though. The dude can fight. The dude can really uh, fight. If this were a night where I wasn't having to head out to work, I think I would have probably ordered this fight. But given that I gotta go to work tonight, no, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna order it because I won't be able to watch it. Uh, and I know, like, by the time I get settled in at work, like between Facebook and ESPN, the fight is gonna be ruined for me anyway. And another thing, speaking of ESPN ruining things. I did not know that ESPN was going to give the WrestleMania results out like they did. Uh, yeah. Like, what was that? That was like, I did, I did not expect that. Uh, one other boxing note, uh, former heavyweight champion Andy Ruiz will face Luis Ortiz on July the 16th. Uh, this is going to be a make or break fight for both of them. Uh, Ortiz has kind of been sort of, in that contenders talk, but never able to defeat any of the better contenders or the champions. Uh, Ruiz, of course, had that surprise uh, win over uh, Joshua uh, a few years back. So uh, we'll see if Andy Ruiz gets back on track. Oh, Sidel, you brought it up in the group uh, chat, and I figured we would talk about it at least. The new USFL debuts tonight on both NBC and Fox. Okay. Uh, it will be the New Jersey Generals taking on the Birmingham Stallions. Really glad that they stayed true to the old USFL with the team names. Now, uh, despite all of the city names and everything, all of the games are being played down in Birmingham, Alabama, uh, in one like local stadium. The plan is if things go well, they'll branch out and have these teams actually play in their home cities. Now I'm interested in where are the stars gonna play at? Where are the Philadelphia stars gonna play that? Are they gonna play at the link? You know, are the Eagles gonna be nice enough to let <laughs> The USFL, <laughs> like like whole games in that stadium, or are they going to be back at Franklin Field? Mm. Now, you know, I know some of you older uh, people listening. You know, especially in in me and John's age range, you may remember the original USFL. Uh, the stars actually did split time between the vet and uh, Franklin Field, but. Obviously, it, being a spring league, the Philadelphia Phillies got scheduling priority. So if they couldn't get that stadium, they played at Franklin Field. Yeah, um, yeah. The Stars play uh, Sunday at 4 on the USA Network. They take on the New Orleans Breakers. John, mercifully, there are only eight games left in the Philadelphia Flyers season, and that includes tonight's game against the Buffalo Sabres. As it stands right now, they are the fourth worst team in the NHL and trending towards making a top five pick in Good. this year's 
draft. Uh, the NHL will announce the date and time for their draft lottery after the regular season ends. One quick thing. Time, time, time out. Go ahead. How are they, how are they not the worst? Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that makes you wonder, right? Yeah, they are not the worst. They they are not the worst. There are, oh my. Uh, there are three teams right now who can lay claim to being worse than the Flyers, which, like, Sounds almost ridiculous. Yes, very much so. <laughs> I mean, given 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 the way the Flyers have been playing, but you got to remember the Flyers had that hot streak uh, back in uh, what was that December January? Yeah, and then fell they... off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> you mean when they won like the three games and then they lost one and then won like three more or something? Like no, they they had a they had a they had a nice little. Nice little winning streak. Yeah, uh, then they lost, and then and then it went it went all downhill. I mean, yeah. fortunately <laughs> for them, I mean, you got the expansion Seattle cracking in the mix, the Arizona Coyotes that nobody cares about, um, and the Montreal Canadiens. So there it is, okay. and they are see. they are one point behind the New Jersey Devils. <laughs> <laughs> Had to drag Jersey in there. Okay. Yeah, listen. <laughs> they, I mean, a win tonight, and they could jump above New Jersey, but I'm going to ask the question, why? 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 Why, why win? Do like, this, <laughs> just, oh, listen, Please. just don't sit and roll out the tank the rest of the season. You ain't playing for yeah. nothing. Yeah, they need they need to hire Hinky real quick. He'll show them how to tank. <laughs> I mean, clearly <laughs> – Clearly, they don't give a shit. I mean, they pulled <laughs> Keith Yandel and made him a healthy scratch unnecessarily when yeah. the man had a chance to play in 1,000 straight games. Yeah, oh, like, terrible. what was that? And the hell is wrong with this team, man. I, I, and here's the thing. I, 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 hate to, I hate to break it to people, <laughs> but uh, this team is going to be bad for a while, Okay. <laughs> They're gonna be bad for a while. So if you're if you're if you're a Flyers fan like me, like don't 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 next year, like they're just gonna all of a sudden be really good and make a playoff. Oh, nah, nah, we in so, this while, wow, y'all. <laughs> so, so it's time to it's time wow. to trust the process. No, Hockey style. no, no, no. no it's time to be wings. Nah, ain't no, ain't, ain't even no point in trusting the process, man. Not no, with this team. Be, no, you better start following this team in the union. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and speaking of speaking of the union, uh, oh boy, we we have a very busy night in Philadelphia sports tonight. And this is what I wanted to get to: uh, the Sixers <laughs> and Raptors yep. have Game One of their series coming up. The Flyers and the Sabers play tonight. The Union play tonight. The Philadelphia Wings play tonight. Uh, the Phillies are getting completely squeezed out on the television market here in Philadelphia. So unless you have the NBC Sports app, you or, will not be uh, able to watch the, or, the, the Phillies play. Or if you have a, a MLB uh, TV thing. No. no. Well, I mean, out, outside of the city. Yeah. If you're outside of Philadelphia and you have MLB.TV, or the extra innings package, yeah, you'll be able to get it. But if you're in the 
general Philadelphia area, you're going to have to download NBC Sports Philadelphia and watch the game because it will not be on TV, not over the air TV, nothing. So I'm sorry. You so squeezed the Flyers, out yeah, yeah, so why are the Flyers on TV? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I knew, man. I wish I knew. The fly, look, they can put the rest of the Flyers games on the radio for all I care, man. Yeah, like, exactly. like, we, we don't need to see that. No, we you don't. don't hear it either. You don't. No, here, matter of fact, here's what you do. Here's what you do. Put the <laughs> Phillies on, right? Yep. Put the Phillies on. And then what you do is you show the Flyers at 3 a.m. on a replay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that way you, you, you're drunk, you're leaving the bar, yep. you sort of kind of still awake, you want to be entertained, you ain't going to know the score, you're going to be drinking too much. Go ahead and go home and watch the Flyers game at 3 a.m. You'll be all right. <laughs> Old school take the lane. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't even know how to put this. I said we would talk about the Washington Commanders, but uh, boy, news around this team gets no better. Uh, it is it has come to light that uh, these dudes uh broke financial laws. Yeah, and they owe money not only to visiting teams, but they also owe money to season ticket holders. What the hell is Dan Snyder? Look, sell the damn team already. Just sell the team. Like, I mean, like, they're not going anywhere. They've been a bad team since he's bought them. They had the situation with uh, the cheerleaders, right? With with them putting holes in the wall and spying on the cheerleaders and turning the cheerleaders into call girls like (laughs) FedEx field is the absolute worst stadium in all of all all of sports. You ask me, I'll never go to FedEx field again in my life. Somebody asked me the other day, is FedEx field worse than vet stadium? Yes. 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 Yes, It may have been the vet turf may have been bad, but if we're talking about going to a football game, the vet was not a bad venue to watch a football game. No. And I know people are, oh, the 700 level. Yeah, well, don't take your ass up there if you ain't an Eagles fan. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yes, I know. They put a jail in the basement. I get it. I get it. Fans do dumb <laughs> shit. Yeah. But at the same time, <laughs> at least we didn't have to walk through Swampland to get to the damn stadium, Okay. Correct. At, at least you didn't sit in a parking lot for four and a half god darn hours to get the hell out. Yeah. <laughs> like, listen, I'm an advocate. Just, just listen. Take FedEx Field <laughs> and break out the damn wrecking ball and just get rid of it. Just get rid of it. Like, Chuck move it. them back. Move them back at RFK Stadium, man. If they didn't already demolish RFK Stadium, and if they did, just put them in a parking lot. They'd be all right. I mean, it's, it's Washington. They'd be all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, a couple other football from the week. Uh, the fan who we gave dumbass of the week to uh, for paying over five hundred thousand dollars for Tom Brady's quote unquote last touchdown ball. Uh, well, the sale was voided thanks to the fact that Brady uh, has unretired. That man is going to get his money back. Thank so, goodness. Uh, thank goodness. I, I guess we can stall him out 
uh, for dumbass uh, uh, of the week now. We may have to retroactively remove his dumbass of the week tag. Uh, one final football note. Um, well, I guess maybe we all be should be concerned about whether or not the Dallas Cowboys are going to win a championship because it seems like whenever they have players in serious legal trouble, they win a championship. And this one is just absolutely positively stupid. Dallas Cowboys cornerback Kelvin Joseph was a passenger in a vehicle that was involved in a drive-by shooting that killed 20-year-old Cameron Ray. Uh, The NFL is investigating the matter as part of their conduct policy violation process. Um, I don't see how this guy avoids any punishment here. I don't. I don't see. I mean, yeah, you can say he's not the one that squeezed the trigger, but why are you in a car that's being used to perform a drive-by? Yeah. Yeah, why? I mean... Dummy. Oh man, oh, this guy boy, is out bro. here r- running drills. Dumb. Listen, he may be <laughs> man. This 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 is one of those things that could be like a a, a career ender. You huh? know, we'll we'll right. see what happens. I mean, he's just he's just some dude. I mean, he's it's not like we talking about a star player. I didn't even know who this guy was until this story popped up. Yep, he's done. He's done. All right. Uh, one, one final note, we'll go back to baseball. Um, fellas, I got to admit, I've never seen a pitcher that you would consider to be an ace. Yep. Get pulled from a no hitter or a perfect game until Wednesday, Los Angeles Dodgers pitcher Clayton Kershaw had a perfect game going against the Minnesota Twins. And he got pulled. Now, Dave Roberts, Dodgers manager, said he spoke to Clayton Kershaw about it and he didn't fight it. I mean, I I get it. I get it. You're on a pitch count. It was cold. No. No, 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 no. You got to get that. You gotta get. You gotta get that. I'm sorry. You have. I'm to. sorry. You you have to go get that. You you don't get too many opportunities at history, and there's never been a combined perfect game in the history of baseball. So I mean, you you. I mean, I know it's early in the season, but history on the line. I'm I'm going for that one. I'm sorry. I am. I, I gotta. I gotta go for that. Well, uh, what was it? So uh, the, the, we even saw that on Sunday with the uh, – uh, who was it? It was the A's pitcher. They pulled mm-hmm. him 48 pitches. I was like, I was like what the – Yeah, and I, I, don't, I, I don't understand this new thing when it comes to, like, pitchers. I get pitchers being on a pitch count, yeah, but a, a guy out there absolutely dealing – yeah, and it's not like like pitchers are batting anymore. Like everybody's using the DH now. Yeah, I, I just I don't get it. I don't get it. And, and both teams were fortunate that it didn't come back to bite them in the ass. They both eventually won those games, but you, I don't know. I I don't know personally. 
I'm a manager. I'm not even asking the guy if he wants to come out. He's doing a perfect game. You leave him alone. Yep. You leave him alone. Yeah. And and apparently, uh, pitchers getting pulled in the middle of a perfect game like that has only happened twice. And both times, it was a Dodger. And both times, Dave Roberts pulled his starter. I'm I just I'm sorry. You let him get it. You let him get it. If he if he give you you warm the bullpen up, he gives up a hit, then you take him out. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, we know what today is. Today is the beginning of the NBA playoffs. And uh we're gonna talk about each of these series from each conference. Uh and we'll have our keys to the series, our X Factor, and we'll make our picks in each of the series for the first round of the NBA playoffs. You are listening to the Threes on Fire podcast. All right, we are back with the Threes on Fire podcast. Fellas, one of the best times of the year, the NBA playoffs are beginning today. Uh, We're going to start in the Western Conference uh, the number one seeded Phoenix Suns will take on the number eight seed New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, the Pelicans uh, got their spot locked up uh, yesterday, uh, beating the Clippers 105 to 101. This series starts Sunday at nine o'clock. That game will be on TNT. The Suns won the season series three to one. Um, Sadell, what are, what are your keys to this series? Man, <laughs> uh, you, you, you threw me off. I was hoping we would start with the East because this one is – okay. The keys of the series is mm-hmm. that the Suns just play like how they've been playing all year. <laughs> um, the Pelicans really don't have any hope <laughs> outside well, of yeah, the- – Answered that question because that was my next question. <laughs> I guess I can touch that question. All right, go ahead. Listen, man, I tried to find the angle. I tried hard. Trust me. And I'm like, they just don't have the firepower. They don't have the experience. They just outside of Zion coming back and really delivering them to Zion. <laughs> man, listen. <laughs> Why does it look like Zion's gotten bigger, man? He has. He has. That's why. Like, he has blown <laughs> up. Like, Zion looked like, damn the Pelican. Zion looked like he should be playing defensive end for the Saints. Tackle. <laughs> you just a tackle. <laughs> damn. He is looking like, uh, damn, Refrigerator Perry out there. I mean, <laughs> listen, he out there, he out there doing 360 dunks though, but yeah. yeah. Uh you see how he, he rim grazing them dunks though. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. Uh John, who's your X Factor in this series? The X Factor for the Suns uh is Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. Uh for the Pelicans, I mean I could go CJ. Tell them I can go Brandon Ingram, so I'm gonna go with Brandon Ingram. All right, fellas, let's pick it. Uh, I got the Suns in four. I got them in a sweep. Uh, John, what do you got? Suns in a sweep. Sadell, we're all on the uh, sweep. 
We're all on the sweep. Okay, so watch the Pelicans get a game out of here and it'd be a gentleman's sweep, sweep with the Suns winning in five. All right, we got the number two seeded Memphis Grizzlies taking on the number seven seed Minnesota Timberwolves who celebrated their play-in win like they had just won the <laughs> national championship. Um, these two teams split their season series two to two. Uh, John, I'll kick it to you with the X Factor. Who's, who are your X Factors in this series? Uh, Timberwolves is going to be uh, Cat. Mm-hmm. And the Grizz, obviously, it's going to be Jock. All right, Sadell, what are your keys to this series? Okay, so the, the Grizzlies, they just need to continue to play uh, beyond their experience level. Because mm-hmm. they, they're a very young team, but they've been playing like a bunch of veterans, taking care of business all year long. So they need to continue that. And for the Timberwolves, they need to try to uh, use this momentum. <laughs> and and um, try to use the, the, the bit of experience they have from their more veteran players. Because, you know, uh, even though they haven't been to the playoffs that often, well, I think they only made it once in the last however many years. Um, Carl Anthony Towns is a veteran player. Uh, Patrick Bev has been through playoff battles before, so hopefully he can uh, kind of find some way to knock Ja off of uh, his game, and maybe they could steal a couple games and uh, make it make the series interesting. Okay, all right. Give me your prediction. Uh, my prediction is that the Grizzlies win in six. John, what do you got? I also have the Grizzlies six. Yeah, I got the Grizzlies in five. I think the Timberwolves, I mean, I know I know they're riding this high uh winning that play-in game, but yeah, I don't I don't I don't see it. I really don't. Memphis has been one of the hottest teams in the league. I think they're gonna like I think the Timberwolves will will steal one, but I don't I don't see this series going beyond five. All right, we have the number three Golden State Warriors taking on the number six Denver Nuggets. The Nuggets won this uh, regular season series three games to one. Sadell, your keys to the series. Um, my keys for the Warriors uh, health, particularly the health of Steph Curry. If he's uh, 100% ready to go then uh, and, and ready to dive into playoff mode, then uh, all is good for them. Uh, for the Nuggets, the keys would be for uh, Jokic to get some help from Will Barton and Aaron Gordon, mm-hmm. you know, to make up for, you know, they haven't had, uh, they haven't really had Michael Porter Jr. or, um, damn, I'm fit to get the guard. <laughs> Jamal <laughs> Murray. Jamal Murray. Thank Jamal you. Murray. Uh, I had a brain fart moment just then. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's been going all so long. Jeez. Um, but yeah, the help that he would get from uh, Michael Porter and Jamal Murray, he needs that help uh, to carry the load on offense from Will Barton and Aaron Gordon to uh, okay. give them a chance to win the series. All right, John, your X Factors. All right, for the Nuggets, clearly it's going to be Joker. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the Warriors, I am not. Picking Steph, I'm gonna pick Clay. Okay. All right. Uh, go ahead and uh, give us your prediction. I got the Warriors in six. Yeah, I got them in seven. Uh, Sadell, what do you got? 
I will also take the Warriors in six. I think this may be uh I think this may be the best uh well I'll say most competitive series in the first round and we'll talk about why in a minute because we got some issues going on here in this four or five matchup uh between the Dallas Mavericks who are number four and the Utah Jazz who are number five. They also split their season series two games apiece. I was set to come on here and talk about uh you know Luca and uh Donovan Mitchell in that matchup and Luca's out. He's out for at least game one. There's no guarantees on if or when he's going to play in this series. Uh, that kind of changes everything. Uh, Sadell, I'm certain, and John, I'm certain that this was definitely a part of you guys' like keys to the series and X Factor players, right? Yes. Uh, yeah, but you know. uh, yeah. Go ahead, John. <laughs> All right, so the Jazz, uh, Donovan Mitchell, mm-hmm. X Factor. The Mavs, if Luka is ready to go, I'll pick Luka, but uh, Spencer Dinwiddie mm-hmm. going to have to step up. All right, Sadell, your keys. Um, yeah, just to piggyback off of what you said, that's basically the whole key to help with Luka Doncic. Um, it's pretty much, that for me, that decides the series pretty much, however many games he can play. Mm-hmm. If he he misses. He, all right, he's gonna already miss the one game, but uh, if he has to miss three games, maybe not come back to game four. Uh, series might already be <laughs> over pretty much by then if if they don't take a game early. Now, uh, oh, let me make sure I get this out the way. Uh, the Grizzlies and Timberwolves series uh, starts at three thirty this afternoon. The Nuggets and Warriors uh, will be at 8.30 this evening. The T-Wolves and Grizzlies will be on ESPN. The Nuggets and Warriors on ABC. The Jazz and Mavericks at 1 on ESPN. I got to admit, Luka's injury completely changed my pick. Uh, I had the Mavs in 6, but now I'm going in the other direction now. I have the Jazz in 6. Sadell, what do you got? See, yeah, it really messes me up because I don't know how many games Luca will eventually play. And mm-hmm. I have the series going to seven regardless. And <laughs> if, if, Luca, if Luca comes back by game two and he looks like Luca, if he's straight, then Mavs in seven. If not, if he, if he has to miss more games than just the one or if he comes back and he's only some – Shell of himself as in seven. So it's literally a toss up. I will, ah, I'm going to lean on the Jazz right now just for the fact that the, the only thing we know is that Luca's definitely going to miss some time. So. Yeah, so he definitely will not be playing today. Uh, John, who do you got? Uh, this is the Luca factor. Uh, I got the Jazz in uh, six if Luca does not, uh, you know. Yeah, I think I think we we can we can definitely say 
this series is is totally dependent upon how much time Luke is going to miss and or if he does come back, how effective is he and like what percentage is he playing that? Because, I mean, he's a great player, but you got to figure if he's hurt, they're going to attack him. They're going to make him have to work on the defensive end. How much is he going to have on the offensive end? Right, right, right. All right, right. well, let's move. I was just going to say, with that calf, I mean, there's there's no guarantee that even if he could come back, let's say he's back and he's like 80 mm-hmm. percent. I mean, it could re-aggravate at any time because you know that that calf and that Achilles tendon is a is a funny thing once you strain it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can easily tear, and then that's it. Yeah, I, I I think he may miss. I think he may miss at least the first two games. I know they're saying he's gonna. Like he's missing a game, he may miss the first two games of this series, and that's critical, especially when these are home games. For the home games, yeah, you know, they don't want to go to Utah down two games to none. No, no, all right. Well, let's talk about the Eastern Conference now. It is the Miami Heat, the number one seed, taking on the eighth seeded Atlanta Hawks, the Hawks with a furious comeback to knock off the Cleveland Cavaliers in their play-in game Friday night, winning 107-101. to The Heat won this season series 3-1, but as we saw last year, losing the season series is not a deterrent for the Atlanta Hawks. And no. I, just made, I just made myself mad with that, but regular <laughs> season does not matter when we get to the playoffs. Uh John, who are your X factors? And I think I already know who your X factor is for the Hawks. I think we all do. Uh, clearly, it's uh, Trey Young. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Miami Heat. Clearly, it's Jimmy. Wow, I'm surprised you didn't go Bam out of bio for this one. No, I'll go Jimmy. Okay, uh, Sadell, what are your keys? Um, the keys are for the Hawks to have efficient scoring. Like, they want these uh, two play-in games, but uh, the score has been, like, they've had uh, a mixed bag with with, with their contributors. Uh, Trey, he started off uh, slow in both games and then picked it up. Uh, he's going to need to have, like, uh, very efficient games to beat the Heat. And he's going to need help from Herder and uh, – Collins and Oh wait, what'd you say? What's the status on John Collins? Is he actually going to be playing this series? Yes, that's another if you want. Uh, I'm actually not sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he was on the bench. I know he's out, and then uh, uh, Capella got hurt last night. Yeah. Oh. That I did not know. Yeah, he got hurt last night. So, well, when he got hurt, um, um, they ruled him out for like the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. But I don't but, know the status on him either. Okay, Capella is day to day. Um, not sure of what what's going on. 
uh, he they're they're saying he hurt his knee. He hurt his right knee. Um, they won't know until later today uh, just how bad his injury is. Lou Williams has a back injury. He did not play yesterday. John Collins has a finger and foot injury, did not play yesterday. So, yeah, the status of these three guys could could change the, the, the dynamic of this series because now you're asking pretty much for Trey Young to have to carry the load practically all by himself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think these injuries and and the, the, these injuries right now change my 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 pick slightly, not the entire pick, but just the amount of games. I had the Heat in six. I'm going to drop that down to five. I think Trey Young will shoot good enough to get the Hawks a win. But overall, in this series, I think the Heat are the better team. They'll win this series in five. Uh, John, who do you got? I. I still got the heat and six. Okay. So now what do you got? Well, that flipped everything because I thought they was going to at least have Capella. I didn't hear about his injury. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I was going to have an upset and have the, the Hawks in seven. But now, <laughs> he's just going to say the heat and six. Okay. All right. Uh, well. The Boston Celtics are the two seed, and they can thank the Bucks, who I, I think uh, did some uh, some tanking here to get out of the two seed because everybody figured the Brooklyn Nets would win the seven seed in the play-in tournament, and they did. Uh, but the Celtics have no reason to fear the Nets. The Celtics won the season series three games to one. Um Negative 10, a.k.a. Ben Simmons, uh, is set to start practicing. Uh, He may return at some point in this series. Aren't sure about that. Will be interesting to see how the Nets look with him in the lineup. And now this is me, the basketball fan, talking, not the Sixers fan. Personally, I I don't want to see him on the court at all. Uh, But it is what it is. Um, John... Who are your X factors? Uh, for the Celtics, uh, Jason Tatum, mm-hmm. and the Nets. Uh, you could either go Kyrie or you can go KD. You know, of either or doesn't matter. All right. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this. I honestly think that uh, the status of Simmons in this series to me is gonna be big. Um, and I, I may be taking your spotlight a little bit here, Sadel. What are your keys? Um, my key is actually it's, it's for both teams defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the Celtics case, uh, how are they going to employ their defense against KD and Kyrie? Are they going to continue to the Celtics like to switch a lot? Are they going to continue to do that and just uh? You know, depend on on their cohesiveness as a defensive unit, or will they try to make sure that Marcus Smart stays on Kyrie and uh, possibly uh, Jalen Brown stays on KD for the most part? Um, for the Nets, will they play enough defense? Period. Like <laughs> their their defense is very much lacking, especially. Uh, at the rim, I mean, they have a big body in uh, 
Andre Drummond, but uh, they don't really have shot blocking like that. Uh, can they can they keep uh, the Celtics out the lane? So this is going to be uh, it's going to just come down to whose defense holds up the sturdy. Is All right, Lord back. Is who? Robert Williams back for the Celtics? Or is he- that would be another. Uh, that would be another key defensive player for them, and uh, I am not sure. I'm checking real quick. Boy, yeah, John, you got me. You got me working the hell out of this laptop right now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his uh, his status has been up in the air. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's see. Uh, he is. Uh, he's out. He will. They saying he will be out at least the first round of the playoffs. Don't Which means uh, Daniel Tyson is probably going to start. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait about this up guys in case you get, give me something else. Go ahead. You know what? I was going to actually speak to John, but I was going to say I'm not worried about him being out. I was more concerned with if he was able to go. If he was able to go, that would have been a person to say would have been like an X factor. Yeah. Right, such a, a standout, you know. His shot block is crazy. That's that say that young boy will be on a pogo stick. <laughs> yeah. All right, Heat Hawks begin tomorrow at one. Nets Celtics begin tomorrow at three thirty. Heat Hawks will be on TNT. The Nets and Celtics on ABC. Uh, Sadell, go ahead, roll right into your pick. Who you got? Celtics in six. John, who do you got? Uh... Celtics in seven. You but know what? Close. But it's close. Now, you guys, you guys know me, right? You know me. To me, this is the. I'd like to see neither team win this series. <laughs> Obviously, because you know, you know. Now, you know. Historically, as a Sixers fan, I hate the Celtics, right? Yeah. But recent history, I hate the Nets. So this is one of those things where like I'll win just by one of these teams losing. So now I have to I like I went with what I think is gonna happen, also with what I hope happens. Through gritted teeth, I will tell you, I picked the Celtics to win this series in seven. Oh there is listen, if there is a team right now in the Eastern Conference that I think can and should beat the Nets in a seven-game series, it's Boston. Yes. That's I, know, I know the Nets are the, are the, are the sexy pick, like, but they're a seven seed for a reason, okay? Well, they're a seven seed for a reason. And I, I, I honestly think, you know, we talked about it when the season started. I told you guys I thought the Nets were overrated. And here they are. I think Boston will win this series. It will be a tight series. It will be a close series. Um, yeah, Celtics and seven. All right. Well, they are, no, 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 no. Wait, wait. Go ahead. <laughs> they got to do it in six, yo. Game, game seven, KD and Kyrie. I don't think Boston losing a game seven at home to this team. No, I think I think KD and Kyrie don't lose in a game seven. I don't think I don't I don't think Boston's gonna lose a game seven at home. I'm just personally I I I, I 
I think the Celtics' mystique in Boston will get them a game seven win against the Nets. Yeah, they're going to roll out. Russell in his prime. I mean, I don't I listen. I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know what they gotta do. If they gotta have that leprechaun come off the floor and trip somebody, if <laughs> like, like Larry Bird and Robert Parrish gotta come in the building, or something, I don't know. But I, I think the Celtics win it in seven. All right, all right, all right. Well, we get our first taste of Homerism, uh, here because John, it is your number six Chicago Bulls taking on the number three Milwaukee oh, Bucks. Oh, the Bucks won the season series in a sweep for oh. Um I'm gonna start with you, Sadell. Your keys to the series. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know I started with you on purpose. The buck stops here. Nah, I'm 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 playing. Uh similar to the Pelicans needing a miracle. <laughs> I'm sorry, John, but your boy's gonna need a miracle, man. They're gonna need MJ, Scotty, no, <laughs> Dennis Rodman. You know, I, I mean, I, I don't see how y'all can beat them, man. Uh, the Bucks are too thorough a team. They just been kind of lying in the weed, uh, letting everybody fall asleep on them, and the Bulls have without Lonzo. Uh, I don't. I don't see any way y'all could win. So you tell me. You tell me how your Bulls are gonna win. All right, John, go ahead and give us your X factors. Uh, for the Bucks, uh, Giannis. Mm-hmm. Clearly, uh, for the Bulls, I was gonna pick Zach Levine because I think it's time for him to start. Uh, uh, earning. Earning, earning his next uh, next new contract, but I'm gonna go with Demar because Demar has been solid the whole entire year, MVP caliber the entire year. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's gonna be right. Zach, John, John, listen, There is a reason why I had you go second here. Because I'm starting with you. Did you go Homer or did you go like did you go with your heart or did you go with your head? I went, Who's winning this series? I went with my head. Okay. Uh, uh, without Zoe. And the Bulls are pretty much banged up. And with Brooke Lopez back now for the uh the Bucks, Vooch is basically no match for Brooke Lopez. Like like he'll he'll give it a go, but I don't think this series goes past six. So I'll um I got the Bucks in six. Okay. Somehow we pull out two games. Uh I wish I was as confident as you were. I got the Bucks in five. Uh I think uh I, I don't know what y'all do with Giannis, man. I really don't. I don't know what y'all do with Giannis. I don't well, know. Like, I, I just, I, I think that I think that you guys are a year and a couple of moves away from really being in the mix in the Eastern Conference. I, I don't think this is that year. No. Um, but yeah, I got the Bucks in five. Sadell, what do you got? Gentlemen, sweet. Uh, and. 
like you, like John said, uh, Zach Levine is gonna. I don't know. He's gonna have to have like one of those hell of a games to even get that that one game that I think they're gonna get. Right. Yeah, and uh, number two, the Bulls have to play better defense because they haven't in the past. Uh, shit, you can call it like two months. Like they let people drive to the basket. Well, shit, especially John. Damn, I didn't even mean to. No, you can. No, it's cool. You can. You can get that in. That's fine. I mean, you ain't. You ain't go. You ain't go overboard with it. Like we. We not unfiltered yet. Like yeah. f bombs ain't been flying all no. over the place. No, 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 no. It's just that. It's just the fact that Giannis, man. That's. I mean, he's gonna hit y'all both in those in both those areas. Once you once you well, said that, made me realize well, like you know the bucks are bigger. Here's the other thing about this. Billy Donovan has to stop with the four guards and one center starting. Right. You can't Right, but you gotta switch it somehow. Either yeah. A You gotta go big. You gotta go big. Either A you start uh either A Tristan with Vooch or you start um uh of uh, 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 the forest with Vooch mm-hmm. because you can't go four guards against the bigger teams. You just can't. Right. Because you don't right. have Steph and you don't have Clay. Well I, I, to me you, I, I, so, you can't play four yeah. four guard that four guard thing. Is Lonzo could Lonzo guard he got small guards and he guards Bigger forwards, right? I mean, he can... No, no, no. Because Zoe is out, you have to go bigger. Yeah. Now, am I right in this, John? Um, you guys did not beat any of the top four teams. We beat the Celtics. Okay, just the Celtics. Okay, just wanted to make sure. All right. Well, it's circumstantial. I, like I didn't like. I didn't want this to be last necessarily, but sure you because didn't. we went down the line, obviously we have to go to the 4-5 matchup. And the 4-5 matchup is the Philadelphia 76ers against the Toronto Raptors. The Raptors won the season series three games to one. Um, Listen, before you guys get into your X factors and keys, I want to talk about this series, not, not fully like, to where we're going to be talking for like another 15 minutes. But I want to, I do want to say something about the series before I get to you guys. Um, <clears throat> this right here to me was the absolute worst case scenario for the Sixers and worst case scenario got even worse. Once we found out that Matisse Thibel is not fully vaccinated and cannot go to Toronto and play in games three and four for sure, and a possible game six. And if there's something that the Sixers need against this Toronto team is another defender. And their best defender is going to miss a possible three games in this series, which is no good. Now, at the same time, I will say this. If the Sixers are heavily reliant on Matisse Stiebel being the key to win this series, then the series is over before it starts. Because clearly, 
he is, you know, when you look at what the Sixers have, he's like fourth, fifth guy down the line as far as importance to the team. Right? Right. My only question is this. Is Doc Rivers going to coach differently because two of these losses the Sixers have to the Raptors, they had double-digit leads and blew them. And Doc left the bench in too long. The bench, you know, didn't do what they were supposed to do. Raptors came back and stole two of those games. I don't. I, I really don't know what to say about this series because four or five matchups, those are the ones that are usually toss-ups. Like, for as much as I want to say I could see the Sixers winning this series, equally I could see the Sixers losing this series. So I'll go to you, John, your X-Factors. Uh, for the Raptors, I mean, Siakam. Okay. Uh, for the Sixers, you would think I'd say Embiid. Mr. James Harden, it's time for you to actually show up in a playoff series. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Sedell, your, your, your keys to the series. Well, thank you for the segue because uh, definitely James Harden, the real James Harden, needs to show up. <laughs> Not uh. The James Harden we've seen over the last couple of weeks or so because uh, I don't know who that guy really is. <laughs> he 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 looks like Fat James Harden again. But um, <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 real James Harden that we got in the first five games needs to show back up. Uh, Irv, you alluded to it earlier about the, the that bench thing. Like Doc Rivers needs to control the. The rotation is a lot better. Right. And uh, we're going to need Tobias to, to be consistent. We need mm-hmm. consistent 15 to 18, possibly 20 points every game. Mm-hmm. So, and if we could well, just get. Well, hold on. While, while we're on the Tobias thing, hold on. While we're on the Tobias thing, I told okay. you after the trade that. Tobias has to give this team anywhere between 15 to 18 points a night. If he's 20-plus, it's a bonus. But between 15 and 18 is where Tobias is going to have to be in this series. Right. Right. And uh, anything we could get off the bench. (laughs) Right. If if Shaq could give us something, if uh, Niang... Uh, if 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 somehow Perkon could get out the doghouse, something, anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as the Raptors, the Raptors just need to uh stay true to their culture. Uh, make every game a dog fight. Still one of the first two games here, and they could turn this series on their head, on his head. Uh, especially like you said, with Thibault not being able to play the games in Toronto, any game they still here is um, a definite series changer. All right, here we go. Uh, I'll start with you, John, because you're the non-Sixers fan here. Who you got? And I'm only going this off of, I think the fake James Harden shows up. 
like normal. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay. I got the Raptors in seven. All right. Sadell, who you got? Sixers in five. Okay. Here's the thing. Uh, just want to throw it out there because I forgot again. This uh, The Bucks and Bulls start uh, Sunday at 6.30 on TNT. The Sixers and Raptors, 6 o'clock tonight on ESPN. The Sixers and Raptors have met each other in the playoffs twice. Both times these two teams met in the playoffs, each series went seven games. Yep. Each series came each series came down to a last second shot from the Raptors. Yep. Vince Carter in Philadelphia missed. Kawhi Leonard in Toronto with a bunch of bounces. Hit his. <laughs> I'm taking the Sixers in seven. Now. I understand why people think this is going to be a short series. I just don't. I don't think it's going to be a short series. No, it's I not. don't. I, I would love for it to be a short series. I don't think it's going to happen that way. Now, the Sixers can do themselves all sorts of favors by getting out to a 2 nothing series lead. But here's my problem with that. I'm looking at the Sixers' playoff history. <laughs> you know, a, a couple years ago against, you know, Miami, Miami stole game two. Or yeah. in a couple years ago against the Nets, the Nets stole game one. Yeah, I think Boston beat us in game one, one of those years. So they, they got to come out. And they have to listen. Given that Fibel will not be playing in Toronto, you got to take both of these games. You have to. You have to take both of these games. You don't want to like flip home court advantage. No. You don't. Don't want to flip home court advantage. And I'm not saying the Sixers can't win in Toronto without Fibel. I'm just saying. I'd rather be up two games to none and and maybe, you know, all right, one of those games a toss-up, right? And then you yeah. like you snag home court advantage back. Sixers and seven. I'm listen, I'm being honest. I've been at work all night. We're doing this show. We're gonna do this last segment. I'm taking my ass to sleep because I'm not missing a second <laughs> of game one today. <laughs> All right, so with that said, we're going to take a quick pause. We'll be right back. We'll have our dumbass person and thing of the week. You are listening to the Threes on Fire podcast. All right, we are back with the Threes on Fire podcast. Final segment, you know what that means. It is time to get you guys out of here before we do. Quickly, real quickly, John. Uh, what, what, what's going on in the wrestling world right now? It's been crazy. AEW, uh, new debut, lights went out, fans are pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, I want to be honest. Like, one bad thing shouldn't ruin an entire show. And they ruined it. But 
you're always remembered for what happened last. Yep. And, and, and listen. So that if, show was going fantastic. Absolutely yes. Absolutely fantastic. Yes. Yes, it was. Now, now, if Cesaro showed up when the lights went off, that would have mm-hmm. been stupendous. Yep. No. Some no name dude that you've never seen before. Yep. Like and then and then you got people calling him Great Kali Part Two. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bad. That's bad. Um, one thing uh, we didn't go on last week, uh, Sadell. The second night of WrestleMania wasn't as good, like match wise, as the first night, but <laughs> moment wise. Pat McAfee was great. Second night of WrestleMania was just, I mean, it was enjoyable for different reasons. You understand what I'm saying? It was like, first of all, I just want to say, Sami Zayn, whatever they're paying him, I hope he got paid extra for that WrestleMania match with Johnny Knoxville because he took shit from the whole jackass crew. (laughs) It It was. like, I want people to understand something. I love wrestling. I really do. I love wrestling. Wrestling doesn't always have to be serious. <laughs> like, you're allowed to have fun in wrestling. And I just got finished watching WrestleMania 7. Like, Jake the Snake Roberts against uh, uh, Rick the Model Martel in a blindfold match. And these two guys are basically wearing bags on their heads. This sounds like a disaster waiting to happen, right? Yeah, it is yeah. one of the most entertaining matches on the night. So wrestling doesn't always have to be serious to be good. And I think what Sami Zayn and Johnny Knoxville did was was off the charts. But match wise, listen, match wise, was it a great match? No. no. But was it an entertaining thing to watch? Of course. Of course it was. And I'd rather listen. I'd rather be entertained than be bored. And, and the match of the night wasn't even the main event. No. It was Pat McAfee. <laughs> it was Pat McAfee. Oh, Yo, man. But, but here's the thing, though. But you know the, the thing intro, is, though? The intro on Pat McAfee was pure gold. Oh, that was awesome. That was awesome. But you know what? Nobody's talking about that, though. What everybody's talking about is... Vince McMahon getting his crazy ass in the ring, wrestling another match, which was horrible. Listen, it was horrible. I I can't say it was good. It was horrible. But you laughed your ass off at Vince trying to take a stunner in the worst possible way. Like, it was funny. It was was funny as hell. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, the second night of WrestleMania match-wise wasn't as solid as the first night. But if you're talking about coming out of it being completely entertained, the yeah. second night was far more entertaining. Yeah. And then and then Pat McAfee taking a stunner beautifully. And then and then and then he was on the outside drinking a beer like flat cold. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yo, yo, and, and Austin Theory sell of that stunner is oh, top beautiful. five. Top five all time. Beautiful. Top five sell of the stunner all time. Listen, um, I know one thing. I know I know one thing. I, and I don't normally do, John, I'll tell you right now, I don't normally do house shows. 
I have occasionally, like like when Wrestle uh, when WWE would come for pregame pandemonium the day of a Super Bowl. Yeah, right. I would do those because they would have some really good matches. Yeah. However, I'm going to Trenton on May seventh uh, for that house show because I want to see Cody live, oh. and he will be there. Oh, wait. so I'm. Listen, oh, wait, I'm going just for that. W show yet? Huh? I forgot. No, no, I haven't, and that is definitely on my list to hit an AEW show uh, one of these next times they come to Philly. Because oh, that'll be April 27th, then. Uh, I'm not going to be able to make that one. Yeah. Uh, I can't make that one because, you know, I got I got work obligations, and we about to get hit with move-out day. So, yeah. But I, I, if they announce something further down the line and I can get that, that time off and go go see it, I will definitely try to be at the not this one, but the one after that one. Because from from everything I've seen, AEW is just like wall to wall. You walk in the building, it starts, and it's it's like taking off, and it's matches all night. Yeah, yeah. they well, gotta pace themselves a little. Oh, bit. Uh, uh, they gotta pace so the Cody entrance. The Cody entrance from last Monday up until. This Monday, because now they have more pyro. Right. And they got rid of the uh, um, uh, 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 the elevator thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they got rid of that. Yeah, I sa- save save that for 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 big <laughs> events. You don't need that every night. And no. he doesn't need his full intro every night either. Like they'll they'll figure it out though. No, no, no. Well, well. They paid him handsomely, I imagine, so I'm sure it's in his contract. They just added more power. Well, listen, I, 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 I will say this. Uh, I can't wait to see who next from AEW comes across to WWE. Because we've seen, listen, we've seen the flow of traffic go one way. I can't wait to see the flow of traffic going in the opposite direction. I, I I like I can't wait to see that because let's tell the truth. It makes wrestling better. It makes things more interesting when you don't know what's gonna happen. John, we've been wrestling fans for years. We remember what it was like when guys jumped from you know WWF to WCW, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Loved it. But but it was what happens when guys start going in the opposite direction because it's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna happen, and there were there were moves that people didn't think were big moves. You know, nobody cared that Johnny B. Bad ended up in WWF and was Mark Merrow. Nobody cared, but it was a big deal when yeah. the Giant came across and he was became the Big Show. Nobody thought that was a big move, and it turned into a big move. Jericho, when Jericho left and came, I think that was one of those moves that yeah. like started the the well, domino. Well. That was the major move because of how he came in. Mm-hmm. You interrupted Treated the rock. For, yep. Treated like a big deal on his first night. And I honestly think, listen, I cannot, I, I can't wait to see what happens on the other side of this. Should be interesting, should be good. Uh, but right now, let's get right into our dumbass of the week, John. 
who is your dumbass of the week? I have a couple. Okay. And uh, I'm going to actually turn it on AEW for dumbass of the week. (laughs) Go ahead. No, no, no. It's not even for the surprise. Okay. It's for telling everybody, hey, we're going to have an overrun. You don't tell nobody you're going to have an overrun. Just let it overrun past 10 o'clock. Right. And just be happy with it because then fans won't expect something to happen. Mm-hmm. And number two, Mr. Bridges of the Hornets. Oh, boy. I know he oh. apologized. <laughs> I know he apologized. But throwing your mouthpiece and not connecting with the fan that was jawing with you yeah, is just a bad look. Now, now he now he admitted he was wrong. Mm-hmm. So that's going to slow But you don't throw your mouth at the fan. Right. No. And I'm glad he admitted that he was wrong. But, yeah, you don't throw your mouthpiece. That's, that's absolutely yeah. disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And hitting a girl for, you know, yeah. it's just bad. All right. Well, John, I'll piggyback off of yours. And I'll say uh, – one, obviously, we talked about in the first segment, the Washington commanders uh, being investigated by Congress for, like, screwing people over as far as their money is concerned. Uh, I'll stick with AEW and say uh, Tony Khan needs to stay off of Twitter and going back and forth with fans. Like, dude, <laughs> shut up. And I'll even stick with the Hornets and tell you, I won't even go Bridges. LaMelo Ball. I don't yeah. care that you smoke weed. Don't record <laughs> yourself getting high before a playoff game. Okay? Uh, just, just, just stay off the camera. Stay off the camera. Well, well uh, uh, you did hear the other news. So, so whoever bought the LaMelo ball jerseys mm-hmm. will have to start returning them because he's going to change his number because he claims that it's not two. He's a one. Oh my goodness, Mister One of One. Okay, you got That's it. Sadell, who's your who's your person of the week? I have two people of the week. Uh, Go ahead. One. Uh, <laughs> what is Mister Celebration himself, Patrick Beverly? Oh my goodness! <laughs> you know, I almost, I almost wanted to nominate him for dumbass of the week for that celebration. But go ahead. No, no, that was that was epic, man. That was. <laughs> oh my god! That was highly entertaining, man. You, you can't beat that. All that emotion. Oh man, it was great. It was like you really thought they wanted to chip. <laughs> Yeah. Well, no, no, listen, let's be real though. If, if if you had a teammate that that, that brings that excitement, you know, because you know they he said that the Timberwolves was going to make the playoffs, mm-hmm. and you know all these years of facility, he was that kind of player that that allowed that to happen. So, I'm happy for them, even though they're going to get bounced. Uh, mm-hmm. Let them celebrate, and then my other one. Trey Young, man, putting his team on his back and getting them through the little play in tournament. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, listen. Uh, I'm gonna go a little bit uh, 
further back because we weren't on last week. Uh, Dawn Staley, how about it? National right. champion. Uh, when we talk about like Philadelphia basketball legends, her name rarely gets brought up. Like she definitely belongs in the conversation uh, for what she did here as a high school player, what she did as a college player, what she did uh, as a, a Team USA member, now as a coach. Like so, congratulations to Dawn Staley and uh, the University of South Carolina on their national championship. My thing of the week. I, also I mean. Say Speaking of that, since you go, since you took it back to that, uh, yeah, uh, congratulations to both. Uh, uh, that would have been last week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> People of the week. Oh, listen, I know you. I know you want to get your dig in, so go ahead and get your dig in. It's coming. I know it. Go ahead, get it in. Get it in. Stop pass. You sure? You sure? Because yeah. if you need if you need to get it in, go ahead. I understand. <laughs> We're winding down this segment, so I, I just want to congratulate the Jayhawks and congratulate the. Oh, here we go. Uh, you knew that was coming. Listen, you knew it was coming. Let, let God let him have it. You know, God let him yeah. have that moment. Yeah, God let him have it. All right, listen. My thing of the week. Um, I know that the obvious thing of the week for me to go with would be the NBA playoffs. I'm not going with that. My thing of the week is the return of the USFL. Yeah. Listen, you can't give me too much football. You can't. You can't give me too much football. And maybe I'm being a little over nostalgic because I remember the old USFL, and I really would love to see this iteration of the USFL succeed. And it's crazy because the only reason that the old USFL failed is because they tried to go head-to-head with the NFL and play in the fall. That was never going to work, ever. It was (laughs) never going to work. You're not going toe-to-toe with the NFL. Now, granted, they sued the NFL – they won their lawsuit and they won a grand total of three dollars. Three. <laughs> well, wait, wait, hold on. And seventy six cents. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, listen, I am excited. I, I'm excited to see. You know, I'm excited to see the USFL restart. I'm certainly excited to see the Philadelphia Stars again. Uh, anyone who doesn't know, the Stars were the premier team in the USFL the first time around. I don't know if it's going to be the same. Obviously, I don't expect it to be. But the Stars went to three, all three USFL championships. They lost the first and won the second to the last as the Baltimore Stars, which is kind of weird because even though they were the Baltimore Stars, their team facilities and offices were still in Philadelphia. <laughs> so I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Again, the Philadelphia Stars playing uh, Sunday at 4 o'clock. Uh, I recorded it so I don't miss it. I'll watch it when I wake up. 
All right, well, fellas, listen, here it is. Uh, the NBA playoffs starting in about, I guess, 25 minutes from now, maybe a half an hour from now, from first tip off uh, of the day. Um, should be fun. Should be interesting. Um, should be really good. I can't wait. I don't have anything else to add. You guys uh, have anything else to add? They uh, have a thing of the week. Go ahead. Uh, Marvel's Moon Knight on Disney. Okay. Uh, the great series so far. Okay. I think I'll give it a look. You know, I'm already watching 3,645 things, so, you know. <laughs> you know, maybe maybe, uh, yeah, maybe the Lakers series thing. Well, no, not even, like, like here's the thing. Like, I, I had to catch up on uh, the Wonder Years. Really and great Bel-Air. show. Did I, you I have, Bel-Air? I did. I finished Bel-Air. So did I. I, I finished Bel-Air. Bel-Air. Um, yeah, but I'm done. I'm done. I need something else. So yeah, I may be able to get into uh I may be able to get into this this new Marvel series on Disney Plus, like once the summer months hit. I'm gonna need something new to watch. All right, well listen, we're out of here. We will check you guys next week. I oh, yeah. we go ahead. One more. Go ahead. If you're a Lakers fan and you need some good Lakers basketball. Uh, you know what I didn't want to do it how about it neither neither Los Angeles team is still around both of them gone that's right get them out of here get them out of here alright everybody we'll check you next week thank you for listening to the threes on fire podcast We'll see you next week. Goodbye.